0: dot com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is awesome, Mr. Jeb the Boxsmith, who has over 200,000 followers as of today on TikTok. How are you, Jeb?
1: Hello, Corey. Thank you for having me. I'm doing very good.
0: Oh, man. Thank you so much for taking some time. I'm excited to talk about what you're up to today, but I'd love to know kind of, Your background, what what got you into artwork using corrugated? What got you into this idea?
1: Well, I'd always like making things just even from a young age. I started off with Legos. Legos were really fun for me. I really enjoyed them. But as I got older, I realized that my focus shifted from small little models, which I still love doing even today, to I thought to myself, you know, I want to build stuff that has a little more, was looking for staying power something that's a little more wow factor to it something that isn't say like $80 to make something that's about 10 inches tall right <laughs> right <laughs> so I was look I was looking for several years for a different medium to work with I started out with I think it was called Erector that was also I also went to Connects. Connects are actually really fun. I, I really enjoyed the connects phase, <laughs> but <laughs> I eventually settled on cardboard when I saw a video on YouTube where someone just in my recommendations at the time, when I was in, I think, about sixth, seventh grade, seventh grade, I, I think. Yeah, it yeah. was like summer of seventh grade. It was in about seventh grade, where in my YouTube recommendations, I saw a video of someone who made a like a hand extension out of cardboard. And it was like super cool because it was like a small extension of the, of the hand, like three inches, and yarn wires connected through like drinking oh. straws that were taped to like the tips of the fingers, so that when you you had to tie it around your actual fingers and put inside the brace. So when you move one of your fingers, the extension of the hand moves too. So you could like grab stuff that was a little bit farther away. And I thought that was super cool. And I was like, I'm mechanically inclined enough to at least try that, <laughs> so that's what I did. And doing that first project, I really fell up love with the medium of making things out of cardboard, and that's sort of what started where I am today. The gauntlet that I always wear is actually an homage to the first thing I ever made out of cardboard. <laughs> it's not an extension anymore; it's a proper gauntlet, but it is still, you know, something that's a nod to it was a, it was a hand, it was a hand armament that I made.
0: I think it's awesome. And uh, I love that. Uh, So you're very mechanically inclined. It seems that, that seems, are you engineer uh, you think in the future someday, or uh, do you already feel like you are now?
1: (laughs) It's really funny for many years. I thought I wanted to be a mechanical engineer because that seemed like the closest profession to what I, what I liked doing it, what I liked doing, but mechanical engineers do a lot of math (laughs) and math and i have always had a very complicated relationship i'll just say that yeah i don't necessarily love it but i respect it enough to you know do the competent level i need to get through school to do but i knew that if i wanted to be a mechanical engineer i would have to either love math i had to have i would have to love math and i was like then I guess I'm not going to become a mechanical engineer because <laughs> that's not
0: happening. <laughs> hey man, I think it's important that you had a realization and that's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Smart. Thank you. Yeah, We have to do what our abilities steer us towards, I think is the right way to say that. I fully totally agree. <laughs> Definitely. So for the audience um, who maybe hasn't seen your, your TikToks or your other, I'm sure you're on other platforms. I, I haven't checked those out yet, but can you explain a little bit about what you do, and also where do you get your corrugated supplies?
1: Ah, common question I get. Okay, so first, hello, those of you who are not already familiar with me, I'm Jeff the Boxsmith. I make cool things out of cardboard on TikTok. I combine making things from either pop culture, or the occasional original creation. I'm in a short video, make them out of cardboard. Whether it's a sword, an axe, I made a giant hammer one time. That was very fun, and I mix it with the building of things the kind of DIY element with the big of editing I enjoy doing short bursts of editing that TikTok does and I make things like that I have merchandise now which is cool I really need to properly advertise that now thinking about it I <laughs> I primarily operate on TikTok because that's the platform I'm most comfortable with and I have the largest following base but I also I'm also on YouTube and Instagram as well I also have a Discord channel where I encourage my fans to join so they can actually send submit their own creations out of cardboard, things like that. It's a really fun time. That's my primary community impact. I'm very proud of.
0: Oh, I love that. So you're building a community of artists. That is correct. Oh, that's wonderful. How exciting! And you're you're a young man. I don't know if you want to give your specific age, but but you're y- much younger than I am.
1: I'm comfortable with it. I I turned eighteen. Well, so sorry, sorry, I turned eighteen about a week ago. I am eighteen. Uh.
0: That's so awesome. You've got so much life ahead of you and you've already done some incredible things. I I just see so many opportunities for you in the future. It's exciting. Oh,
1: thank you. That means a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah there's, you know, artists... Um, I've always been just passionate about art, but never very creative myself. So I enjoy good artists like you. And when, when I saw your page, I immediately followed and I was immediately interested in what you're doing because I'm, you know, I'm corrugated on TikTok. So I have to follow the guy that makes the cool stuff out of corrugated.
1: Right. <laughs> Important. I mean, I- I found your stuff. You make good. You make cool things, too. I did not find you organically. Your friend, Adam Peak, the yep. packaging pastor, he referred me to you. That's why I learned about your stuff.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate Adam. He's I've been guiding him through uh, TikTok and he's guiding me through LinkedIn. So we're, we're helping each other out. <laughs> uh, I like that. It's a, it's a team effort. So do you use, do you have like a corrugated source where, or do you just use boxes
1: that have been delivered to you or? It's honestly a little bit of everything. I've been doing this long enough where I just happen to know when and where I'm in an opportunity where I can pick up another box or so. So sometimes if I order something from say Amazon, I keep the box and make it to something later. My my grandparents are actually two of my biggest fans uh my grandfather he i don't entirely i don't exactly remember where he gets them from but he knows someone who has like these like medical grade cardboard boxes that they just don't use anymore so every now and then he'll give me some of those they're oh, wow. really fun, but they're also like, you know, medical grade and extra just dummy thick. So I only <laughs> use them when it's a project that really needs the emphasis of strength and dexterity. Like, I made the Blades of Chaos out of them. I have a project that's coming out soon, the the Blades of Uzui Tengen from Demon Slayer. I'm also making those out of that for my personal collection. And just anything that, that has an emphasis on, this is a weapon that has power and dominance in them i use the extra thick cardboard for that yeah <laughs> sometimes my school has cardboard boxes they just move they, they move a lot of stuff over the over the summer because they're buying new supplies and things like that so they had some boxes and things left over and i took a little bit off my hands a little little bit off their hands so anywhere i'm able to see cardboard i'm just like hey y'all want this anymore most likely the answer is no so i just take it off their hands and make it into art
0: i love it I, I could definitely see you attracting maybe a corrugated manufacturer in your area and they maybe will give you big four foot by eight foot sheets of corrugated or something that you could really work with without any pre-scores or any tape on them or anything.
1: That'd be awesome if only had a workstation long enough to fit something that large. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and someday you could have like a like a Kongsberg table. Have you ever seen those? How they cut out on a X and Y axis?
1: I don't think i have at least if i have i haven't heard that name of it before yeah i'll send you some
0: videos uh it's pretty cool that's how we make corrugated samples so like that when a customer comes in we start with a flat sheet of corrugated and then we it it has a die cut blade and a score wheel and it even some of them even have a pen that you can write on so you could do like an outline of a design or something like that
1: that's cool
0: yeah but they they don't create it like you. Basically, it sounds like what you're doing is mostly freehand. Is that right?
1: That's correct. I've I've experimented with like 3D modeling softwares and things like that. And while they do give you an extra level of precision, that's just, I can't do by hand. I have ADHD and I don't have the attention span to be (laughs) learning, what do you call it? Blender or Illustrator for things like that. I actually do not pre so what i do is wave to look at the weapon pen cardboard i'm going to be using just like eyeball it and sketch it think about how the character holds it and wields it think if i were to have that my hand how what would be how long would be too long how thick would be too thick and when i have a outline that i'm that i'm happy with you know fun fact pencil erasers actually erase better on cardboard than does actual paper it's a very strange oh. thing but also choose through the eraser twice as fast. So (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. That's amazing. Right. So it's very quick and it's very quick and easy to just have it sketch, sketch the curve of a blade. It's like, "Mm, that's too thin. Erase, 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 erase. "Mm, That's a little bit better, but too thick. Eraser, just leave it there or just like draw it off. I want to spare the eraser and then just (laughs) keep doing that over and over again until I find dimensions that I feel happy with. Cut that out, glue it together. I have my prototype. Then when I'm happy with it, I either film with it then or if i want to make a template out of it i'll make a template out of it in illustrator where i like smoothen all the lines and everything like that to make it look nice and neat a professional test drive it i test drive all of the templates that i make that's another thing too i i'm trying to get back into i'm getting into making templates for the things a lot of things that i make so fans can make things along with me that's the oh. that's the goal i have at least two that i'm proud of that i've published right now one of them's a was a collaboration I did with the company with a video game company called Doborug. I made a garbage bot Christmas ornament for them for the holiday seasons. They sponsored oh, cool. me to do that, and the next one was an original creation. It was the, it was a little shorthanded axe that I made, and that actually did very well. Combined, the two have made at least fifty sales in the last month. So we're wow. happy about that they're available for free because i want to build reputability right now one day i'll have like actual dedicated books that'll sell for that kind of thing But for now yes yeah, a free download just to get people into box smithing just free of charge a small little small thing like that so i always test drive the templates make sure they're actually like fun to do when i'm happy with them that's when i that's why i publish it and uh, make a video about it so that's kind of like the format
0: Oh, that's amazing. So so much potential. I could see books and books that you would write in the future. So that answers one of my questions. i I just had. Do you take commissions for for pieces? Like if somebody came to you and said, "I want uh, Zeus's hammer, you know, would you be willing to work on that for them?
1: It really depends. Generally speaking, the answer is no. However, for exceptions like people who like have a pro- professional relationship with me, or like companies things like that, who want to reach out to me, who want to like do things like that, that's why I'm like absolutely sure because it's what I don't want to do is be overwhelmed by a list of different right. uh, people's things, not being able to make good on them. So restricting yeah. myself, especially with, you know, I'm a full-time student in addition to doing all of this. So I have really <laughs> got to be careful with how I budget my time every day. So my last thing I need is like five orders. Someone wants a katana, someone wants a massive hammer, and then none of it gets done to like two years later. That's my, that's what I don't want to happen. That's right. an extreme, but that is still, So I only limit it to like things like people who sponsor me or like people I have a professional relationship with, because that way it's like one thing I say I can get done with a month. I can absolutely make, make good on that, on that agreement. I get it done to them. I get paid for it. It's a splendid thing. So yes and no. Yes. With yes. Within a, it depends. It's a, it depends kind of thing.
0: I think that's a great answer. You know, it has to it has to work for you. It has to work for them. We call it under promise and over deliver. We don't we don't want to give a promise to somebody that we can do something that we can't actually do. So, very I smart. Do.
1: What part of the country are you in? I'm in the United States, Georgia specifically. Georgia. Okay, I'll keep
0: my ears open for a, a corrugated facility in Georgia to sponsor you and and give you some, maybe even some time on their their design tables. That'd be really cool. Hmm. So we'll keep Atlanta an eye gang. in your out for that. Yeah, Atlanta gang. All right. Um, so what's what's next? You plan to go to college? You want to be uh, an artist full time? What's what's next?
1: I do wish to go to college. I was actually, ex- <clears throat> oh, I've been accepted to colleges. I would just say colleges. Oh, um, wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. thank you. I've been accepted to colleges. I plan to attend a college. Uh, I want to learn. Business management, administration, things like that. Because I love being the boxmith and fully want to, you know, ride this coaster as long as I, as long as I fiz- as long as I possibly can, and you know, do good stuff with it. That is my you know ultimate goal. I've just doing the things that that I've done right now with what I've learned. I see the massive potential that this has to you know impact people and be you know a really cool thing. So I fully intend to take that and you know just run with it and just do the best I can with it. So yeah,
0: I'm excited for you. You've got your head on straight. You're doing all the right things, and you're you're light years ahead of, of many adults that I know. <laughs> so well done. Well, thank you. So, how do people get in touch with you if they wanna if they wanna sponsor you or
1: work with you? Absolutely, for that kind of thing. My business it, my business email is Jeb J E B the T H E Boxsmith B as in boy. O is an ox, X is an xylophone, Smith, like the name, at gmail.com. Jeb the Boxsmith, like my stage name, Jeb the Boxsmith at gmail.com.
0: <laughs> right on. Do you respond to DMs on TikTok or
1: Instagram or anything like that? Or do you prefer email? I do respond to DMs. Okay. Email is just what I would assume most professionals are familiar with. So that's my go-to. But I do also answer DMs. Good.
0: Yeah. I'm amazed at how people are communicating these days. Uh, I'll get text messages from customers and it's it's like, whoa, <laughs> that's surprising. Or I'll have a new customer reach out on TikTok. And it's it's a different world today than it was two years ago, for sure. That's for sure. Well, thank you so much for your time, Jeb. I'm excited to watch your progress and see what, what happens next.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you, Landsberg Aurora, for sponsoring this podcast. And if you're listening, please take a minute to subscribe and uh, give us a rating. Thank you so much. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S P E C R I G H T.com backslash book.